Welcome to the SF Photography Podcast. We are in episode number eight. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about branding, especially when you're starting out photography. Kind of not, not necessarily a full episode on marketing, but just kind of the basics. What are the basics that you should do to stay present as a photographer, especially when you're starting out? That's what we're going to talk about today. Now, if this is the first time you're here at this podcast, this podcast is for photographers. Right now, we're in a 10-part series on starting a photography business. So right now, in this 10-part series, it's more geared towards beginner photographers. But if you've been in the game for a little while or you just love the photography community, then this podcast is for you. These are not super in-depth podcast episodes right now. This is just basics to get you started. And these are things we can dive deeper into later episodes going forward. But so my wife and I, Shana is the wedding and family photographer. I am the videographer and we do our business together. So together we know our business inside and out. We've been doing this for about seven years now professionally and it is something that we love. This year has been such a great year for us. We have a ton of weddings booked for next year. So we're here just pouring in our knowledge to you as a photographer and just giving you some of some of the tips that we've learned along the way to help you along your journey. So let's get into this episode. Episode number eight, branding yourself as a photographer. I'm going to start with my very first point here. People need to know you're starting in photography. If they don't know you're a photographer, you're never going to get any clients. It's as simple as that. So when you're first starting out, you need to be telling people, hey, I'm in photography. Message your friends, post it on social media, post it on Facebook, post it on Instagram and say, hey, I'm getting into photography. Hey, I'm switching careers. I'm starting a photography business. And you want to make sure that people know, okay, this person is now becoming a photographer or they're at least trying it or they're, they're branching out into it. Maybe you're just doing it as a hobby. Maybe you're actually looking into go into this full time at some points. So you're trying to get the word out there. You need to be able to tell people that you are starting in a photography business. Obviously, people are going to know you're not going to be professional at the beginning and you're going to want to get to that level. But by simply just getting it out there that you are a photographer or starting in photography, that is something that's very important. Now, when Shana first started out, she did, I remember, I think it was a photo shoot in our backyard and she had just posted that on Facebook. I think this was August 2015. So is that eight years ago? Yeah, it was about eight years ago. It was crazy. So yeah, she posted pictures and she just put them on Facebook. And I think she had around that time made her Facebook page and obviously shared her pictures on there. And then she would share those onto her personal page. And she just kept doing that. That was her way of saying, hey, I'm starting photography. Here's my portfolio. Here's my work. And she just kept continually doing that. As you start posting more and being frequent in people's minds and not in a spammy way, I get those quite frequently actually on my Facebook and they just like spam everybody and they say, Hey, share my business page or whatever. Sometimes, you know, obviously if I, if I have a better relationship with that person and I, and I, you know, I trust their business and they've been doing it for a while, I know there's somebody that I actually want to share, then I'll go ahead and do that. But sometimes if it's somebody I, I don't really know, you know, I don't know, friends on Facebook, um, but they share their business and it's like, I don't really want to share this because I don't really know how they do business. So, I wouldn't do it in a spammy way is basically what I'm saying. And people may disagree with me on, on doing that. I think there's a good way to do it. And I think there's a wrong way to do it. There's a, and there's a timing of when to do it or a reason to do it. But if you're just doing it to share it and you're spamming everybody on Facebook, I don't think necessarily that's the right way to do it. But as people start to know you're in photography, people are eventually going to be able to reach out to you. 
And that's the whole point. You're going to be top of mind when they're saying, hey, I need a family shoot or fall pictures are coming up or Christmas pictures are coming up. And they remember, hey, you know, I'm, that person was starting in photography. Let's message them. Let's see. Let's see what they're all about. And you're going to be top of mind. But if you start photography and you announce that and you say, hey, I'm starting in photography and then you never do anything with it. That's one of the reasons people never share. Cause like, okay, great. This person's starting in a business, but are they going to be there in two weeks or they quit in three months? You need to make sure that you're consistently getting work. I've talked in previous episodes. How do you build a portfolio? How do you get a more client shoots? And there's ways to do that. So, but right now it's okay. You're at that point where you are taking pictures or you're at least trying to get your name out there at the very beginning. You just need to get it out there. You need to let people know you're starting a photography business. So number two, make it easy for people to reach you. Now, this is where you're going to want to do an Instagram business page or make a Facebook page. You're going to need or start a website. Okay. That's a whole other episode that I could get into is, is how to optimize a website and getting into SEO, which is a service that I'm going to be doing here very shortly for photographers and starting a whole business with that because that is such a, a an important way. So I'm not going to get into that all in this episode, but Basically, what I'm saying is the different platforms that you can post your pictures, get on them. So Instagram, Facebook, have a website. Those kind of be the three basics. I'm not on TikTok, so I can't speak to that, but I'm sure that's another way that you could post things. But people need to clearly see that you're a photographer. So optimize your business pages. Make it so that they can see, okay, this person is a photographer. What, what type of photography is that? Because that can mean a lot of things. People Are they out shooting pictures of trees and flowers and birds? Or is this person shooting family photography? Or are they doing maternity photography? So maybe at the beginning, you're not sure yet, but make it, make it clear at least that you're doing portfolios. You know, you're taking pictures of people. So that way they know it, they can reach out to you and they can at least be somebody who they can at least think about you when they're wanting to take pictures. But optimize your profiles and your pages so that it's easy to reach you. When I look at photographers' Facebook pages or their social media, sometimes it's like, where's their website? Where are their social media handles? How do I see their portfolio? How do I reach out to them? Where's their phone number? Where's their email address? You know, how do I message them? Some photographers make it hard. <laughs> and maybe it's just because they don't know about that, but just make it simple. And you could have that on your website. Here's my email. Here's my phone number. If, if you don't have a personal phone number or you don't want to put that on there, that's fine. Um, most people don't call anyway for photography, but you know, get a, get a different business number, put that on there. But now another key thing for optimizing your profile is you want to make sure you put your location. People need to know that you're in Edmonton. If you're in Edmonton, that's where we're from. We're from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. So people see that we're in Edmonton. Everything's optimized for Edmonton. You know, and sometimes we'll post things for, for Calgary and different things and different strategies to get in, you know, expand your reach. But what's funny is even with Shana, her name, you know, SF Photography, our business name is she used to get inquiries from San Francisco because people say San Francisco photography and then they would reach out to her. So it just goes to the importance of, of how important it is to have location in your profiles. Now that was kind of a different scenario because if we were in San Francisco, yeah, SF photography would be a perfect name, but obviously that's for our initials, but, but having your location as well, people need to know where your services are, especially if there's little towns surrounding you, you want to make sure that you have ways to, to make sure that you're present in those different areas, make everything easy for someone to contact you with the way that they're comfortable contacting. So maybe they do like calling, have a phone number, have your email, Maybe they do just want to message you through Facebook or message you through Instagram. So have your Instagram link, have your Facebook link, 
and have everything accessible, even on your personal page, have your website, have a way that they can at least see, oh, this person's business page, they can go visit that, they can reach out to you, see that you're a photographer. Just make it simple for people to see you, that you are a photographer, and make it easy for them to reach out to you. Now, this happens to me, this is going to be relatable for you, is when you're searching for anything, and let's say you're trying to book a mechanic, as an example, for you're searching for mechanics and seeing who pops up first, or or even if somebody tells you, hey, reach out to this mechanic because I trust them, you're going to search them up and you're going to find out, well, how do I message them? How do I book an appointment? And you know, most, most mechanics, you're probably going to want to end up calling them and that's how it usually works. But if there's a simpler way and you're like, hey, I can message them through this chat thing on their website or I can message them through Facebook. But if they didn't have those there and they it was hard for you to reach out, you're going to find a different mechanic or you're going to find the way that's easier. So make the least path of resistance possible for somebody to reach you. Make it really simple and then reply to them in a reasonable amount of time. I talked about this in a different episode. When Shana was starting out, she used to get all of her inquiries through Facebook. That was it. That was the page that grew. That was the page of people reaching out to her. And I remember she had like 200 followers on Instagram at the time and nobody would reach out to her there. She started posting consistently there, started posting her portfolio and started being present on there. And then I'd say that's that started growing. That's where she gets most of her inquiries now of anywhere, not not as much Facebook. So Instagram grew and she started being consistent there. So that is that is very important. Be present. Put yourself in a situation where people can reach out to you. Number three, showcase your personality. So let's say you're at the point now where you've shared your portfolio. Okay. Like it's, it's all over your Facebook page. You're posting your pictures. You've gone on photo shoots. Keep going on new photo shoots. So you can't keep posting the same pictures from the same photo shoot. If that's your only photo shoot, you can always go back and repurpose content later and, and, and post them again down the road. But if, if people look at your profile page and they see that you have the same couple for the last 12, 12 images because you're just promoting and you don't haven't gone on photo shoots. Obviously, yes, you have to start somewhere. So put those out there, but you want to quickly add more families, more faces. People see that, okay, this person's worked with more than one family, but again, you got to start somewhere. So just do that one family, get on a second family, third family, fourth family, just keep going, keep posting. So if it takes you a little bit longer, that's okay. But just make sure that you're constantly updating as you do your portfolios. At the beginning, you're going to be posting your portfolio because as a photographer starting out, people need to see that you're actually skilled at taking pictures. Now, obviously, you're not a professional yet, so your pictures aren't going to look the greatest, but you got to start somewhere. So as you post your pictures, people are going to book with you based on three things, and they're usually in this order. One are their pictures and images good quality? They look at that first. They're going to say, wow, I like this person's work. Let's reach out to them. Number two is it's going to be based on your personality. So that's what I'm going to emphasize right here. And then third, it's going to be price. We're talking about that that personality aspect and how important that is. Because if you had two photographers, let's say they're at the same skill level and how their pictures look, but one of them is showcasing way more how they work behind the scenes, how they work with their clients, how they pose them, they're probably going to pick the person who they can easily see how they are and how they interact with their clients. There's there's a personal level there. They feel like they get to know you. So yes, you need to be posting portfolio pictures and just your images and, and putting those out. And that's what Shana did for a long, long time. Just here's my image. Here's my next session. Here's my next session. Here's my next session. You know, and she'd have little quotes and little different ways to, to label those. So that way people could still see her personality and, and how she communicates and what's exciting to her. So you have to be able to do that. 
But then later on, obviously video is a big, very important factor now for Instagram reels, Facebook reels in your stories and being able to showcase your personality. So those little things, set your phone up on a, a tripod or a little stand or whatever and, and lean it against a tree if you have to and, and start filming yourself taking pictures. If you can get some audio out of that and how you're interacting, great, but at least people can just at least see how you're interacting, how you're posing, how you're working with them. And you're going to get better as you go, but you have to showcase your personality. And I think that's what Shana does amazing at is because her personality is something that is, I don't know, people love her personality. She's very unique. She's so fun to get along with. She's very comfortable, makes you feel very comfortable. So when I go out with her and I'm filming content of her, I put that out there and I show that here's how she poses. Here's how I, here's why she's a professional. Here's what makes her different. Here's how she works with brides for weddings. Here's how she works with families. Here's how she's great with kids. And you can showcase the different areas that she's good at. And that's what you need to start doing. So you may not have somebody like me with a camera to follow you around. That's why I'm saying you could set up your phone with a a tripod, but just putting your personality out there. And if you're not somebody who's comfortable doing that, you need to, <laughs> you need to be comfortable working with people. You need to be comfortable talking with people. That's what's going to set you apart as a photographer. Again, skill is one thing. Working with people, I think, is even more important than the skill level. They both go hand in hand. So if you have both, which Shana does, you're going to excel in photography. But you got to be consistent because you could be good at that, but not post your portfolio, not post your work, not post it on the Facebook page, not post it on your Instagram, not post it on your website. And then people aren't going to see that being updated and then you're going to fall off their minds and they're going to see other photographers. So it is a, a very competitive niche, but it doesn't need to overwhelm you if you're just sticking with those basics. So people need to know that you're in photography. You need to make it easy for people to reach you and you need to showcase not only your portfolio, but also your personality. If you're doing that on a regular basis, you can brand yourself as your own type of photographer and you're going to find the niche that you like. So maybe it is family photography, maybe it is weddings. And then you can become that photographer in that niche and continue taking pictures in that niche. And they're going to say, yeah, she's the family photographer. She's amazing with kids. You, she's the person you need to go work with. Look at this video that I saw of her. Here's, here's how you see she's, she's great with kids and here's how she's make them laugh. And here's the little things that she does behind the scenes. Here's how she, how she edits her work. It's easy for somebody to see that you're a family photographer and that you're fun to work with. That's the whole goal. That's, that's marketing. Maybe one of these episodes, I'll actually do a full thing on marketing and how you can do that as a photographer and kind of go more in depth with it. But this is just the basics. You're starting out. That's where you got to start. And you got to have fun while you're doing it. Yes. You got to learn the business side and you got to learn how to work with people. And you know, you're dealing with, with clients and payments and delivering galleries. But if you love this world of photography and maybe, or maybe it's just something you're like, I need to get better at it. And you don't know, keep doing it, keep getting better at it, keep getting the experience, but be willing to change and be willing to work on the things that you're not good at. And then you can just continue to get better and get better. So I hope there's value in this episode. Um, in the next episode will be number nine. So of our 10 part series, we'll see you in the next one. Thank you.